Welcome to the Jack Smiley London Vex Show. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the thoughts and views of Jack Smiley and London Vex, who are speaking on the microphones. If you find yourself offended by anything these young dapper boys may prevail, feel free to exit stage left even. Because in a moment, they're fitting to talk that shit. Um, I don't know if it's illegal. Maybe. I would like to fight an ostrich. I heard those things are squirrely. I mean, maybe I would fight it if it wanted to fight me or if it offended me. No, in those some things way. want you dead. On, on, they, they're fighting you on sight. I've seen... Some dudes just walking and uh, like on YouTube, and boom, ostrich comes out, fucks them up. Then game on. I'll fuck that ostrich up. I'll fight that motherfucker. You know what's scary? Their heads are the size of softballs. So like, I don't know how you're gonna knock it out. Like, I don't know. Grab it by the neck. Kind of kick it. I'm mostly gonna try using my legs for the most part. Yeah, I'm I mostly heard- gonna be running in the opposite direction of the ostrich. And then, you know, turning around occasionally and giving it a kick? I don't know. I, I heard their la- their kicks can really fuck up your weekend. Yeah, I got attacked by uh, uh, some ducks once. It was like a mother duck. I was taking a picture of some baby ducks, and she just fucking attacked me, and I just jetted. I wasn't going to fight that thing. Yo, ducks scare the fuck out of me, man. They yeah, are... gross. They, like... Okay, one duck is scary. Imagine a dozen ducks coming after you is terrifying. Yeah. Although, you know what? I'm not afraid of ducks. Actually, I also one time it was in, in New Jersey, the Clifton Commons Mall, well, whatever you want to call that. There's a movie theater, and I, and I was filming some ducks that were walking around because they were just fucking up traffic. And I decided to walk with them in their line. And I'm behind <laughs> them, filming them. For a good 15, 20 minutes. Uh, And at one point I realized, okay, maybe I did some magic tricks and levitated just before doing this. Who knows? Who knows? But I I didn't realize that I was actually in the middle of traffic, blocking traffic with these duck. (laughs) And there's cars staring. But no one's honking because it's like, what are you going to do? I'm not making the duck go there. So so you're filming these ducks and – to the onlookers, you look like the fifth beetle. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> and you're in the middle of traffic. Yes, the fifth beetle blocking traffic on Abbey Road. Oh, my God. Yo, I tell you right now, I'm a big dude. I'm pretty fucking strong. But any animal the size of a toaster freaks me out because they, like, they can get into those little fucking areas of your body and like, no time and Fuck you up. Attack your chichos, your side titties. They're in there. I read like I've gotten attacked by a pit bull before, and I fucked that dog up. It wanted me dead. It launched at my throat, and I had, I wrestled this fucking thing to the ground, and I came out victorious. He he walked away hurt, but a duck? Fuck that. A mongoose? A squirrel? I was in a that thing can bite your taint. You don't want taint-biting-sized animals. You don't do it. No. I was in a park one time, 
and I was eating a prosciutto and mozzarella sandwich. And I was hanging out with a couple of boys, and we're like chilling, like, you know, a couple of paisans. And uh, <clears throat> there was a squirrel came down a tree, and he was about, I don't know, eight, ten feet away from me, just staring at me. And I think he was smelling, you know, the prosciutto, because it's delicious, imported from Italy, of course. The finest. Don't forget the, the side of linguine, too, he had there. <laughs> Yo, and I tell you, I, I broke off a little piece of my prosciutto, you know, because everyone's got a munge. So I tossed it to the little squirrel master, and uh, he ate it, and then something happened. Something horrible happened in his little squirrel brain. I saw the transformation in his eyes. Like, you know how, like, he's like, in the, like, psycho mode? He ate the prosciutto like a savage. And then lost his fucking squirrel mind. He started hissing and barking. I didn't know these animals made sounds like this. And neither did I. They, I swear on everything fucking holy and green. This fucking thing started barking and lunging at me like, like showing off. And then it snapped. And it charged me. Now, I'm sitting in the Indian position on the ground enjoying my mazuda mazura. Now, in my brain, like, I don't know what it is. My head was signals to my arm saying, save the sandwich. I picked the sandwich up and I started hightailing it out of there. Let me say, if that's not the first thing your brain is telling you, your brain's got an issue. That's all I got to say. But go on. (laughs) My brain is fucked. So I, I started sprinting. I got about, I don't know, 20, 30 feet away. I look over my shoulder. He's coming at me still. I was doing all kinds of maneuvers, spin moves, and it was still barking and snarling at me. At this point, I just football punted that sandwich away from me, and it ran to the sandwich, and I ran to my car, and I hid like a little lady. It dragged the sandwich to the tree. It did not successfully bring it up the tree, but it started breaking pieces of the sandwich up the tree. He left the bread. Probably he's on a like a, a diet or something, no carbs, but he took the mozzarella and prosciutto up to his little hideout. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I, I bet he was like, in his head, it was like the squirrel version of Taken. <laughs> like, and I was like an Albanian. hey look again a prosciutto prosciutto let me say that right you know i am a dirty guinea i don't i don't talk like one properly but uh, a prosciutto and mozzarella sandwich come on fuck that you know i hate mozzarella my father's always with that shit what are you talking about it's mozzarella fuck you it's mozzarella you know how to read i know how to read it's fucking sauce it's not gravy (laughs) <laughs> Gravy's made with fucking meat drippings, you cunts. <laughs> Yo, say that in my... I can gra- say that. I'm Italian. Yeah, me too. I'm part Italian too. And my grandpa is uh, straight off the boat. And if you would have said sauce, you would have got five fresh ones across the mouth. Oh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Same with my grandfather. You knew him. He kissed you. Yeah, that was the first time I had some man action. <laughs> yeah, your first homosexual experience with my grandfather. <laughs> Yo, what is up with that? Like, I am still, like, not <clears throat> up with the the time people, men on men, kissing on the cheeks is it's weird. You know, uh, it's just a thing. And I agree that it's weird because it, it's weird to a non-Italian. 
you give me an Italian, I'll kiss their face because it's their culture. But it's like when my father, his women are never Italian, really. I think his woman now is Italian, but she's not full Italian. But whatever. You know, she's, he's with some Irish woman. And I'm supposed to be face kissing her and her whole family and every fucking friend she brings in the house? No, that's weird. <laughs> they're, they're looking at us like we're a bunch of friggin' foreigner weirdos going beep, bop, boop, bop, beep, beep, boop. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so I guess we should uh, maybe talk about to be or not to be a comedian. Look, I've not my whole life thought to be a comedian or anything, but shit, maybe a hundred times, maybe 50 times in my life, the thought has come up, ah, why not? I'll try my hand at stand-up. And that might not be a lot uh, out of a few decades of life. Let's not say how many. But what if that were a sandwich, London, and, and you say 50 times, I'll try a sandwich sometime. After the 50th time you say it, it might be time you try a fucking sandwich, no? I, I definitely dig your analogy, and I'm on board. One, <clears throat> I don't know what just happened in my throat. It just shut off. The hocking. Yeah, hocking in it. I'm literally the same way. And uh, that's pretty much how like we wound up at the same spot in life. It's pretty weird. Let's say it right now. We're going to do it. To the balls right now. We're going in. We go out and we try to get a, a mini tour. Let's work on uh, trying to find some venues where they have some open mics and uh, see if we can fine-tune our craft. I got to thinking about open mics the other night, and this is what really pushed me over the edge. First, I was thinking about what kind of fucking sick sadists go to open mic nights. What kind of psychopath people decide, hey, what do you want to do tonight, Charlie? Well... Uh, Bill, um, <laughs> uh, let's go watch people with All right their dreams. Bert. All right there, Bert. All right, Charlie and Bert. Charlie and Bert are talking. We want to do tonight, and Bert's like, well, Charlie, let's go over and watch people with their half-baked dreams fail at life. Essentially, you're going to an open mic night to either see people make assholes of themselves or... Or display their their great talents that have failed them thus far. It's kind of a a, a fucked up kind of person wants to go there. I, I've been to a couple of open mics. So help me understand the mind of these sadists. Um, what for me to go in and watch them? Wait, would it be masochists or sadists? Yeah, those who go in there. Why why are you going to the open mic to watch? Uh, What's your goal? I wanted a couple of uh, you know giggles. And uh, I tell you, there was about five or six guys around. And to this day, this guy, he's like, you know what, man? I worked at a job and, uh, you know, I'm a big black guy. And I'm, and it's like that typical MO, you know, it's like uh, easy ha-has, you know? If it's easy, I don't find it funny. And he's like, you know, I'm a 350-pound black guy and I'm, uh, I have really good upper lateral movement. And that was his punchline. And oh. crickets. And he goes, uh, is this on? I said, good upper lateral movements. And still nothing. This poor guy. It, he had, they were the most half-baked uh, jokes I've ever heard. I I giggled just so it, like, it wasn't that bad. It was still that bad. 
I can imagine you as the lone giggle in the audience, a little. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> like, you ready? Ah! Like, that's all you heard. Oh, that's even worse. That's like a patronizing laugh. You know, as I think back, that was a scumbag move on my part. It kind of. Well, you were trying to be nice. It's all about intent, right? Yeah, like, I really didn't want it. There was not even one chuckle. I just like, ah! Like, in the back, it was, I tried to help him out. Like, <laughs> and there, you went with good intents, and you even tried to help somebody out. But do you think uh, a portion, maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't understand comedy as a whole, which makes it even funnier for me to try to go out there and do comedy. I don't laugh too much. The things I laugh at aren't, your, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't watch a stand-up set and really laugh. Um, like, you know what's, you know, as I've gotten older, the more obscure comedy and dark it is, the funnier it is to me. Bo Burnham. That Who? guy, fucking phenomenal. What's uh, Bo Burnham. That is literally the act we would have done. It, it is absolutely the act we would have done. Well, can I can I tell you uh, when we were not uh, our crazy coconuts act? Come on, yeah, listen, uh, folks. I, we were 16 years old. It was uh, summertime. We're out of school, or I don't know, maybe like late in the year, whatever it was. And we're walking down the street, and we always just uh, walk around and talk about future life plans. We're 16, and uh, and Jack perform here, fake acts while walking while around. Walking. Yeah, <laughs> while walking around, we would pre- pretend we're on a stage performing a stand-up act called the Crazy Coconut. Go on. And you told me, listen, you said, listen, London, when you hit 26. We got to get leisure suits or lounge suits. Don't know why 26, but, you know. <clears throat> and that was a very specific number. And, <laughs> and you're like, and you got to, like, drink scotch and smoke cigars in one hand. And we're going we're gonna to start our career singing. I still stand by this. Singing grunge music. This is way before this actually was a thing. And he said, when we turned 26, I don't know why. You've done that a lot in our friendship career. You said that we're going to sing all our favorite grunge music lounge. What was it? Lounge uh, Lounge style. There was a Marilyn Manson one, right? Uh, No, it was actually Pearl Jam, which you sang to me because I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about because I was 16. and Yeah, I remember this one. And you, you, you were holding your hand like you had a, a visible glass of scotch and a cigar, and you said, "Jeremy Spoken, that crazy kid, you can't shut him yeah. up." Oh, there, there's comedy behind that. He just the song's about a school shooting, I believe, or something like some kid who goes to school and like murders people. So that performed with a cigar in the hand or a cigarette rather, maybe, and a glass of scotch and. Twenty-six years old. Jeremy, at 26. <laughs> I think maybe we needed enough time to go past so that nostalgia could kick in and make it something people can get behind. I don't know. I'm you're sure like, I had a reason. <laughs> you're like, 10 years from this day, be ready. <laughs> Here we are, 20 years later from that day, 20 plus years later. Yo, I never forget that. And, uh, and, we, and I remember... You turned into the worst director because every other song I came up with to try to add into our imaginary 10-year career, you were, I remember I said to you, yo, 
I'll sing uh, Wu Tang. Um, Cash rules everything around me. And you said, No, that is not a good song. And you you came down on me so hard. Well, and I remember apologizing for a while for my choices of this imaginary group. <laughs> You better think about your decisions if you want to be a part of these crazy coconuts. I'm beginning to doubt your commitment. Sparkle motion. I was so upset. I'm like, I gotta, I can't, I can't ruin my my opportunity here. Like, this is my foot in the door. <laughs> I can't give up this stage life. Mm. Do you remember uh, also after that, <laughs> after a couple of hours of walking around miles upon miles, and uh, how did we walk so much? We walked so much. Can't walk fucking five blocks now, but go on. I remember uh, shortly after that little endeavor, because my amazingly uh, spot-on memory, you actually brought up to me that we have to <laughs> we have to practice harmonies, and I was like, uh, why? Oh boy. I'm like, why do we have to practice harmonies? Now, folks, listen, we're two 16-year-old kids walking around after midnight. Probably pretty a- sure we had a porno magazine in our one of our trench coat jackets in this particular instance. Oh, oh we did because we remember we used to go to our classic dumpster diving for porno magazines. Yeah, well, this was on River Road, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, go on, go on. Yeah. There was. So let me just say, yes, there was a porno magazine, and we also. Uh, learned something about cucumbers that day, but that's another story. Go on. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. All right. Listen. <clears throat> so, shit. I just lost track of mine. What was I? Oh, uh, harmonies. harmonies. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, what, what, the, what the fuck is a harmony? I don't know shit. I'm 16. Apparently, uh, Jack was just, I don't know, 26 when he was 16 because I was not even <laughs> on the boat. Right. So he goes, we got to practice harmonies, man. We got to we got to be in tune together. And I'm like, "Okay, what do we do? So we you started singing Red Hot Chili Pepper songs and making me sing the same lyric with you and match notes. Do you remember the way you felt when we synced up that one time in perfect harmony? And then we did it like 50 times in a row. We hit the perfect harmony note. And it was like you fucking lit up, and you were like, "Did you hear it?" Uh, folks, I, it was like Christmas morning. I did not know what the fuck a harmony was. It felt like this clouds have opened up, a, a ray of light shone. Our voices down. were one. <laughs> we were one. <laughs> Yo, and then I was obsessed with harmonies ever since, and he refused to do them. Yo, I'm like, wow. Yo, let's do some harmonies. You're like, Yo, bro, you're whack. I'm like, What? <laughs> we did it already. We mastered it. <laughs> I never forget that. You used to clown me after that one time, and you're like, "Yo, fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> what a dickhead you were. <laughs> well, you know that. Wow, I can also stand behind that decision. Uh, the harmonies were super important for the crazy coconuts because a lot of our punchlines were sung, and for some reason. There was some – the worst joke, I don't understand it. it was it a punchline? Was it something we – I think we just did this for no reason where like in the middle of a bit, 
we were going to stop and a gong was going to come out. Do you remember this? Oh, my God. You came up with this whole thing with uh, a giant uh, gong, like a seven, eight feet. I'll argue I think you might have come up with it, but go on. It was like a seven or eight foot. Uh, I don't even know what gongs are made out of. Is that brass? I think it's brass. Maybe, yeah. Let's say, let's say brass. And you said it had a, a big red circle in the middle, and you were it looked like a bullseye. You, you went into depth on how it had to look. Yeah. And the, it had to look like it could have just been a gong. No. It had to be a specific gong. The edges were rounded off like a lid to Tupperware, and it, it was like a bullseye on it. Like hammered probably had metal. to go with our green shoes. Oh my god, the fucking green shoes. <laughs> and, and I never forget, you went into such Rain Man detail about this goddamn gong in 10 years that we got to make. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I never, I still don't know why. What was your obsession with 26? Can we talk about why you chose 26? I don't know, but real quick, because it is so pointless. Imagine we're in the middle of a conversation or a bit, and then randomly the gong would come out, and someone would hit it, or we would hit it and go, Masturbation, boom, and we would harmonize, and then harmonize. <laughs> we would have harmonized That's that said. together, and then they would have dragged uh, the gong wait, off, and do, we would have. Let's, let's do it live. Ready, folks? This is uh 20 years in the making. Masturbation, gong, edit that forever and burn it. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> the worst but why 26 maybe 10 years was a long enough time to really think about something and get it done or forget about it and then nobody fails <laughs> oh my God. we did not do it we just forgot <laughs> 10 years is a long time Oh, my God. I felt like it was the worst job interview that night working with you. I was like six-year-old, stressing out. felt like I had like a five o'clock shadow, which I had not. And I'm drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, scared that my 26-year-old's career is going to fail before I get there. <laughs> I got to master this fucking harmony. <laughs> I'm home by myself practicing harmonizing in the shower. I'm crying I'll myself never get to girls. <laughs> this harmonizing is life. But look at how much of the crazy coconuts act that we had done is spread out in the world. I swear to you, this isn't this isn't like some crazy shit where like I'm Al Gore and I invented the internet. This is <laughs> this is just like, you know, it's an actual thing between us. It's like a big regret because if you really look back and boil down that shit, you can see that was the direction comedy was going. If we had done it, I think it would have worked. think it was a good idea. I think 26, believe it or not, synced up when all that stuff actually did happen. Right, because that's when that, what's his name, that Richard fucking Cheese or... The guy somebody. from MTV, the cab driver guy. Oh, that guy too, I remember him. Didn't somebody fight him, one of our friends at a gas station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to say his name, we'll just call him Steve. And uh... Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, oh, do you remember when I fought uh, uh, Jesse from MTV, that tall, skinny... Yeah, 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 yeah. The skinny, weird, big-haired fucking... At the Meadowlands Fair, he was there filming for MTV, and he got all tough with me, talking shit, and then I was, he was, like, towering over me. I'm tall. I'm, like, at that time, I was, like, 6'2", and he towered me, but he was, like, a buck six wet. My forearms was thicker than his fucking thigh muscles. That's how skinny this kid was. 
And he was talking shit to me for no reason. And I swung on him twice. And, dude, he was so squirrely. He, like, matrixed my punches and then ran away terribly. Never forget <laughs> that. Flailing the arms like helicopters. He oh. ran away like Kermit the Frog. i never forget that. I never liked that guy. Yeah, he was a douchebag in his fucking... Remember how he talked? Ah, my name is Jesse and I'm... Yeah, it's funny because earlier I was going to suggest a character called fucking Tragic Party Guy, and that's kind of just like him, you know, like somebody who's like, you know, yeah, man, I'm going to have a party, man. My leg just fell off from shooting dope in there, I had an abscess, and it got real big, but oh, man, that's some pure dope. It's just me, Chucky Mammon, trying to party with you. All we gotta do, baby, we got the big party going on. We gotta do Come on, this crack pipe. Come on, baby, don't be so aggressive, baby. It's Chucky, baby. Come on, party with Chucky, baby. <laughs> so what? Well, we don't have no teeth no more. Okay, we why, still party hard. Why did that accent turn into like a southern jazz musician <laughs> guy? <laughs> Is that because because we are terrible at accents? Oh my God! I think we are the best, and that's the problem. So good, we are the best in the world. Top flight, we are world champions. champions. World champions of the sun. Speaking of comedians, world champions. You remember when we were outside of what is that? Bananas or coconuts in the city? Um, um no, no, no. It was the comedy cellar. Maybe was- it was the comedy cellar. It was one of these places, and we were just hanging out. And the Judah Freelander is that his last name? I know it's something like that. I mean, I think I have it accurate. I think Judah. I think you're right. I think you're right. He's the guy from the Dave Matthews video. He hugs people in the world champion hat. He was on. 30 30 rock. Thir- 30 rock. I was about to say third rock for yeah, my he son. Was, yeah, I remember that dude. You remember we're sitting there talking with him for like a, he I think he got like a he was getting a sandwich or something. Oh, we were at Ben's Pizza on Bleecker and McDougal. And he was about to like go do a set, but we ended up fucking chatting with him for a while and just like lose time. He was just a cool dude. We were fucking having laughs and I go to light a cigarette, pull on it, and the whole cigarette just went <laughs> Right down my fucking throat. I know, my fucking God. cigarette. I never, oh my God, I forgot all about that. Yeah, and the two of you, you and the fucking world champion guy just fucking died. <laughs> I know. never, I don't know how that happens. It's like, here how we are. You we're like, it. oh shit, we're like impressing this comedian. Like in our heads, you know what I'm saying? We're, 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 we're like, playing you know, it super cool. Six more years, we're going to be 26. We got to get this popping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're playing it super cool, you know what I mean? And we're, like, really making a connection. But inside, we're, like, freaking out like geeks. Like, wait, but this is our fucking toy. Play cool, hot shot. Yeah, and I, then I played it really cool and lit that cigarette and <laughs> out my fucking throat. <laughs> I, I remember now, the look on his face was so amazing. Like, it was worth a million dollars. Like, he just saw two eagles give birth to a rhino in midair. That yes. was the face he had. That is exactly the face he had. And that was, I was mind blown. How does this happen? That is like compressed anxiety right there. You know, that was all the cool that was on the outside, all the uncool that was inside. Just <laughs> Yo, fucking. But you, but you, you <laughs> as you puffed on a cigarette and you inhaled the whole cigarette down your throat and you panicked, like I saw your body freeze and lock up. And then two, three seconds later, you go, uh, I think I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you, is it burning you? And you're like, no, no, I don't feel anything. 
And then yeah. later that night, you're like, I don't know. Did I actually do the? You were judging yourself if you actually did inhale it or did it fly away? Like, yeah. <laughs> did it just vanish? Did a fucking pan-dimensional goblin come along and be like, yoink? That's for me. I saw it go right past your lips like you were sucking down a hot dog competition. It was weird. Yeah. And I remember your body and your fucking face was hilarious. Super, like, every, every bit, everything. It, basically, the crazy coconuts were over in that moment. Our fucking career at 26 was just crushed now. <laughs> yeah, I had just made a fool out of myself in front of the world champion. Yeah, you just deep-throated a cigarette that was lit. I don't even know how that's possible. Well, actually, in my head, I was trying to save it at the same time. I'm like, no, wait a minute. You know, that was a memorable thing. He will never forget us now. He will never, ever forget us. Like, London, he's like a giant. How is he going to forget him? <laughs> and then I just sucked a cigarette down my throat. We're locked in, bro. Yeah, as he walks away in his own mind, he's like, what a pack of fucking weirdos. Yeah. And totally deleted it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, more than likely. You know, you know, I have another story. I don't know if you were present, but I was. Uh, we, uh, we used to hang out in the village at the Bleecker and McDougal. That street was... Oh, my God. McDougal. Remember? Bleecker McDougal. I'm like, sir, what what street is this? Oh, it's McDougal. <laughs> I was like, yes. This is where we need to be. We are oh. never leaving Bleecker and McDougal. <laughs> I remember one night uh, I was there with, a, uh, I don't know, two car full of uh, buddies, and we're getting some pizza from Ben's on the corner, Bleecker and McDougal. And uh, I never forget it. We're sitting there, and they have, like, the tables and the whole front and side is open. So it's, like, a whole open front store, uh, pizzeria. And they have the little round tables, like, halfway inside, halfway on a sidewalk. And out of nowhere, I'm, like, take a bite of my pizza. I look to my left, and there's, like, uh, a brick wall, like, out, like, right on the side where you walk out. And there he was, a 5'5", five, five, maybe 5'7", five, Dave Attell hooking up with an Amazon blonde woman. I'm talking, she looked the like actual Dave Attell. Yeah, Dave Attell. He okay. had. To, he, this was like I think when he was uh, doing the uh, Insomniac show. Was it Brigitte Nielsen? No, 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 no. This she was like phenomenal. Like she was like runway status. <clears throat> it was weird because she pinned him against the wall and started hooking up with him and he was bombed because when he came up for air and they were finished fucking hooking up one eye was looking at me and the other eye was looking at her he was done done and she just walks away just walks away no words exchanged not like all right talk to you nothing finish kissing walks off and I look at him, I'm like, yo, good for you, brother. And he's like, you got to do what you got to do. And then he just puts his hand in his trench coat and he just walks down the block. Never forget that. Well, you know, from his response now, I wonder, was that definitely a lady? <laughs> it was definitely a lady. Trust me. She was in this, what do you call those, like, spandexy, one-piece, uh, dressy things? Leotard? No, um... I don't know what you call those. The the, the spandex, uh, the Kelly Bundy dresses. Remember from uh, Married with Children? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. She was wearing one of those, and I remember it was like a, uh, I think it was like a salmon color, and she was like, she had to be like 6'2", bro, blonde, 
a hair down to her elbows. And I'm like, damn, dude got it. I was like, I don't even know how that even happened. I wish I would have turned around earlier because the, the – To catch ex- the exchange of the $20 bill? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. <clears throat> it was a f- – I've met so many famous people on that corner eating fucking pizza. Yeah, we met the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, my God, that's right. They came out like they were the fucking kings of the world, these cunts. They were nice guys, kind of, but they had the attitudes like they were the coolest dudes. And they came driving a car that looked like it came straight out of the fucking apocalyptic wasteland of that movie. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, and they came rolling up. I bet you remember they they had a trucking company, and they gave me a trucker hat, and it was uh, red and white and magnets for our refrigerators. Like, oh, what, and, didn't it have something to do with Mario Brothers, the name? I think it was the movie, like Two Goombas Trucking or something. Yeah, 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 something like, I don't know the name. But I remember I put the hat on, and it was just straight trash. It just, like, cut the top of my ears. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> I was like, oh! Like, it was a straight pain. And I'm looking at him smiling with severe ear pain. Thank you. I'm like, thank you for this pain. Thank you for that. The scalped me. <laughs> the spirit of a Navajo lives inside of this hat. <laughs> Bless their hearts. Uh, yeah. Those guys, they were nice, but they were they were definitely way too cocky for just having been the Goombas and Mario. They, you would have thought the red carpet came out of their car. <laughs> In their heads, you could see the fucking light bulbs, the the, the the flash bulbs popping of the paparazzi and everything. You could see it in their heads. Yeah, I'll, You know who else I met there? At that Ben's Pizza on Bleaker and McDougal. Uh, this is not an, this is not a sponsored uh, – they do not sponsor our, the Jack Smiley and London Vex program. Yeah, hey, listen. Uh, <clears throat> Ben's Pizza, you know, yeah, hit like, us up. We can do a collab, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you're ever down in a village, go to Bleecker and McDougal Ben's Pizza. They have the best Jamaican meat patties that side of Manhattan. <laughs> I don't know why Jamaican beef Jamaican beef patties made me laugh so much. <laughs> Yo, ask for my name. <laughs> Yo, I was sitting there again another night with a pack of fickled males and uh Remember the old 7-Up commercial with that black guy with the sweet afro? It was like the late 90s, early 2000s 7-Up commercial. Give me some more. Uh, he he had the can of sodas, the 7-Up, and he would like flick the, the tab on the soda and be like, yeah, or something along those lines. Yes. I've, yes, I feel like I do. Did it involve also maybe like drips as well? Yes, it was like sound effects and stuff like that. Like he he's like a really cool dude, and he had like the coolest smile. That's what I remember from his commercials. And he was at the comedy. I think I don't. I'm, I know I'm butchering it. Forgive me uh, if I I don't know the name of that comedy place, but it's very famous. And he was doing a set there, and he walked to get a slice of pizza. And I'm like, Yo, man, I, I love your uh, your work. And he looked at me, and you could have said anything. And he was like, all right. That's all he said. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Like, uh, a lot of black dudes, I can say a whole paragraph to them, and they look at me and go, 
uh, okay, you're all right. And I'm and I'm sitting there like, uh, 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 all right, I guess that's uh, the interaction I'm gonna get there. All right, you have a good one. Like it's so frustrating for me. We met each other, and this is funny. I wonder if you're gonna remember this. Just a few days ago, London and I. We had uh we we had a, a little stop in at a Mexican restaurant. Oh, that, and, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, do you remember the black man who did a little shuffle through the door? Was dressed like uh from straight out of the 80s or 90s and oh my he God, said yeah. to you. He said you said something to him like hey, how you doing man? Just walked by, he he literally went, "All right." Yeah. And fucking <laughs> see, scuttled see sideways through the door. I, listen, guys, uh, go on uh, Jack Smiley and London Vex uh, Instagram. You can see what we look like. I am 58% British. I'm uh, Spartan, Viking, and Italian, and 8% black. So I have like a, a what, what kind of good, what, mocha man complexion, you would say? Uh, I would say you have a okay the word mulatto is bad now right uh everything's bad bro yeah, I, I believe that's a bad so what is the new word for interracial as no, far, no it's bad too that's bad too is it that's, okay so as far as somebody of mixed race goes goodness you're <laughs> more looking of one race you look more skin color wise complexion wise like a black guy yeah um I but would I have, say, I have yeah. uh, straight-ish hair. Just straight-ish, yeah. Um, like wavy, straight hair. And uh, it's just so strange. When a black guy interacts with me, Like they, I can ask them like a full, detailed question or whatever, and their response 99% of the time is, okay, all right, yeah. What? Like I went to 7-Eleven, right, just recently. And uh, I saw one of my old buddies from uh, high school. Haven't seen him in years, right? I'm like, oh, hey, man, what? how's everything? How's your family? How's mom doing? How's everything? Uh, you know, I haven't seen him. What's good? And I swear to you, Jack, he looked at me and goes, I'm sane. <laughs> and I go, you're dead to me. And I walked away. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, that I'm, but at least I'm saying does mean something. No, it doesn't. Like, he's saying he said nothing. Well, no, what he's saying is, well, I don't know actually. Like, I'll wait. Maybe he lost the. Maybe his whole family left him, and he's like all alone <laughs> now. He's like, I'm saying, <laughs> what's up with them? You seen them? <clears throat> I haven't. I'm saying. I I said to him. I looked him right in his face. I'm like, you're dead to me, and I walked off. <laughs> oh my god. Like, so- what's you saying? I was so disappointed that he talked. He like, I was so excited. I'm like, dude, what's up? Like, I was like, I haven't seen this dude in forever, and he was like an awesome dude. I don't know if something happened, some brain trauma, something. But I said a lot of words, and the only word he said was, "I'm saying." You remember our one friend who, no matter what we said to him, like you could just tell him the fucking meaning of life, or you can explain to him how how spaceships work. And he just looks at you. He'll just nod his head. He'll go, true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whatever happened to him? He's doing very well in life. Then when when all you really do is say, true, and you look at people, like, thoughtfully, that that, that gets you far in life, believe it or not, folks. Oh, you know what else he used to say to me? Like, he did say true really, really too much. But 
if you asked him like an in-depth question and wanted his opinion, he would like like cock his head like a dog, look up to the heavens for like four or five seconds, then look you in the eyes and go, word. I was I was hoping that wasn't it because uh we've got a friend here he follows us on the Instagram so if you want you guys want to look for him one word the number seven day space productions so not don't not the word space you know seven day productions seven day is one word and he does the same thing Marley seven day productions for years we had this chat a bunch of us where we would we would just be creative together you know come up with ideas maybe make plans to execute these yeah, ideas yeah shit. Yeah, and all of us would write, like, paragraphs on end. And mind you, Marley's a smart motherfucker. When me and him just talk, it'll be a thousand fucking words at a time coming from the guy. He but for some like reason... A, 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 a scholar and a gent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, 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 the dude is uh, fluent, let us say. He's a smart chap. But in these group chats, after paragraphs and walls of words of serious discussion about shit, he'd always just come in and go... Word. <laughs> that, but if he didn't like the idea, he, you know, he would say, "Nah, you guys are f words." Okay, he would just say the f word. Oh my god! But listen, it worked. That level of communication worked, and we got a lot of good stuff done that way. Motherfucker wrote a book with me and my, <laughs> and my publishing company, and the plotting and the planning and the and the editing and the artwork. That was all done with walls of words and the response of word. Oh, my God. I'm voting for him for president. Seven-day productions for president. I can see it now. First day on the job, Oval Office. Uh, president Marley, um, uh, China wants to kick your ass. <laughs> I. <laughs> word. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, you, so, you, so do you think we should respond? Uh, word. Maybe we do. <laughs> we'll bomb a couple fucking hospitals. I. Who's who and what's what? I. I'm saying. <laughs> he makes beats under Seven Day Productions. He raps under Twenty Four Hour MC, and he writes books under the name Marley Sheen. That's a lot of words you just said. <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> Word. Some some men wear many masks. I thought it was pants. Sometimes, as long as it's not at the same time. Then you get sweaty balls, swamp ass. Debatable. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm back in Doritos, baby. Oh, I can see it. Oh, man. These are... It feels like, you know, Jack, I'm telling you right now, this bag of Doritos... Oh, man. It feels like it was made just for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they put that extra love TLC in this batch. Like, I've... mm, and then Jay Leno came along and said, Crunch all you want, London. We'll make more. <laughs> Jay Leno is secretly a little troll who lives in your cabinet now that t- now that the Tonight Show is over. Yeah, man. Like who's t- who's doing it now? I'm not. I'm not even up on it. Not Conan. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. It's weird if you look at the Tonight Show. What a what a fucking progression. You go from premium smooth man's man type people you know like uh whoever johnny preceded, carson no no so there was somebody before johnny carson i forget his name like jack Barr or some shit and i think ed sullivan may have or he may have been the predecessor to david letterman i don't remember but somebody was before johnny but same type of dude like you know premium smooth 
fucking nice clothes you you expect a scotch glass. Like these guys could be crazy coconuts, no doubt. <laughs> My man. Then even you move on to Jay Leno. He's he's a smooth motherfucker, you know. Conan's a little goofy, still smooth, and now you got this man child, Jimmy Fallon. Yo, hey, listen, Conan. I want to wear his hair, and not in a creepy way. I want the exact hair. I'm like it wiggles in perfect sin. Like it's you've seen him when he's making like these head movements. It's nanobots, actually. Oh, that's what it's made out of. Nanobots. Yes. Conan O'Brien's hair is made of nanobots, and <laughs> there's actually a team of puppeteers behind <laughs> his hair movement. A team of nanobot fucking operators. <laughs> that crafty rat. In the old days, it used to be puppeteers, but you know they've upgraded the technology, and now they're they're back there on computers and shit. Yeah, they got the guys from uh, what 2003 Halo tournament to run it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the leftover people from that um that now defunct the Jason the Jason group. You know well, the Jasons? Have you heard of the Jasons? No, I'm not I'm not familiar. I think they're the Jasons or the Jason group, but what it's like these people who consult with the government on space stuff and uh recently they were fired. Um and they're like top level scientists, so that's where they work now. <clears throat> so you're saying control. right now that they were Top guys. They were top guys for the government. <clears throat> and now they work behind the scenes controlling Conan O'Brien's hair. Top guys. But what do you think about Jimmy Fallon? Does he fit in with the Tonight Show legacy? I, I he's he's cool. I like him. He's like watching one of us. Like I, I, like someone we'd hang out him. with. I love him. I love his uh what he brings to the table. But you know what bothers me ever since he was on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. You know what bothers me is when, like, he gets, like, this nervous little tick and he, like, looks at the camera, like, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know why he does Goofy, make... nervous guy routine. The, yeah, the... I don't know if that's, like, his shtick or whatnot. That's, that is. It's his shtick. It's his routine. And I enjoy it. I just don't think it fits the legacy of The Tonight Show. I think they need you know, somebody it... fucking smooth up there. Yeah, I want I want someone. You know who would be amazing? And this is like, this is out in left field, where the in another galaxy where trees are fucking magenta. You know who I would really like to be on there? De Niro. Just imagine the De Niro on the late late. What is it? The late night show? What late show? Maybe yeah. old De Niro. Yeah, I'm talking like uh, Heat. De Niro from Heat, sure, right? And he has the fluffy hair, and he has that that face where he, like he can give a fuck less if you're there or dead. And he's like, so uh, already <clears throat> I can't even do an impression of him, but I'm just gonna do my voice and just imagine it's him. Uh, you're tell me you're doing a movie, all right? You're the, the guest, and I'm gonna be De Niro. Uh, welcome, welcome to the Late Show. Uh, you, I hear you're making uh one of those uh funny flicks. Why, yes, I am, Mr. De Niro. Oh, good Jesus almighty. Yeah, so tell me about this uh, funny movies with your face. Well, in this movie, I'm okay, going to be we're playing. We're going to go to a commercial break, all right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. You know, like, he just cuts them off. Just totally go fuck yourself. I Like, I would pay top dollar for that. I mean, I would cut that guy off, too, whoever the fuck I was just being, but... 
Yeah, but like imagine he's like, oh Jesus Christ! All right, we're gonna just cut to a commercial here, and he comes back and he's just like turned the opposite direction, asking him questions with his back to him, like just total disrespect. I would fucking love it. I think he's awesome. That like you know, oh you know what else? You know who else I would like to see? Maybe if it's not the De Niro's, you know who else? Ready for this? <clears throat> this is going. This is really, really reaching. Bobcat Goathway. I I um, refuse that universe. God damn you. You know if this this next person I'm about to mention he has passed on R.I.P. But if he was alive, he would have filled John, Johnny Johnny Carson. No, Johnny Carson. Was his John? Wait, who was the original guy? Someone before Johnny Carson. Again, I think it was well, Jack let's, Barr. Or something. Let's say Johnny was, Carson. Yeah. Who you know who would have would have been perfect for the fill in right after Johnny Carson? George Burns. Oh, George Burns would have been phenomenal. Right? Yes. Would have he would have killed? I got two living ones who could take over right now. And I think would be better than Jimmy Fallon. Dick Cheney. But they, what? You said Dick Cheney? No, 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 no. <laughs> not not old Robo Heart. Um, <laughs> no, uh, maybe Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. Oh, but, uh, oh. No. Sidebar, sidebar. Uh, did you see him? I think it was at the Globes, and uh, he goes up and he played a movie where he was, I think, Dick Cheney. Uh, don't quote me. And he yeah. goes, yeah, he did, right? And he goes like this. Uh, first, you know how like, they go on the stage and they're like, oh, first and foremost, I want to thank God and, you know, everything. Oh, yeah, I know what yeah, you're talking he about. He goes, I swear, Jack, he, I, my heart grew four sizes that day. He goes, uh, and he's talking in his heavy, heavy English accent, and he's like, first and foremost, I want to thank Satan for giving me the ability to play Dick Cheney. I'm like, oh, my God. And then the internet went nuts with conspiracy theorists saying, Look, he's admitting to being a Satanist. Hollywood is run by Satanist. Not sure it might be, but I... that wasn't no evidence. <laughs> or was it? Burr, burr, burr. Right. <laughs> so, but here's who I think, and th- who could who would be the best hosts of the Tonight Show? Who? My ultimate picks for Tonight Show hosts who are alive right now and who could take over right now. Drum roll, please. They are pretty much Jimmy Fallon types. They are man children, but I think they'd be better. Can, uh, I, can I guess them? Guess them. All right. Will Ferrell. Nope. Um. Not a bad choice though. Scarlett Johansson. Absolutely, indubitably, you win a prize. That is not it. <laughs> Nick Nolte. No. Uh, number one I'll go with here. We'll go with the more obscure one, the long shot. Chris Elliott. Yo, nailed it. Boom. I, I just sat down, turned it on, and I'm dialed in. And then here we go. A bit more. I would fucking, I would kill people to catch a fucking Chris Elliott Tonight Show. Chris Elliott hosted Tonight Show in 2019. But now here's a more viable candidate. Than Chris Elliott, Tom Green. God bless America. Tom Green's Tonight Show. Just imagine that. I I think after the first episode, I can die. 
because that is a dream come true. He is an amazing actor. He's an com- amazing comedian. I want him to adopt me. I don't think the networks would approve. They'd give him the late night. Who does that now? Some dork. I have no, no idea. No offense, dork. What's his name? <laughs> it's like Seth. 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 Uh, I'm saying. Uh, the late, sh- late. Sh- what is what is Conan's show called? The Conan show. show. No, his old show, the Late Night Show. Late Night oh. with Conan O'Brien. All right, so who hosts Late Night now? Late Night with Seth Meyers. Oh, apparently Jimmy Fallon was doing it before he got the Tonight Show. And I guess Seth Meyers will do the Tonight Show next, unfortunately. He's too milk toast. No offense, Mr. Myers, but he's just like a bland character. At least Seth Myers is a smooth looker. He is certified premium smooth. Indubitably. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to dub him into the certified premium smooth world. All right, so Seth Myers, you were called the dork, but you then got... Uh, you totally you, redeemed yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you were called a milk toast dork a moment ago. What the but hell is milk toast? I don't know. Let's Google it. But I just want to say he is now the very first member of Dr. J on Wheels Premium Smooth World. But you got to say it in that voice. <clears throat> Certified Premium Smooth Boys. <clears throat> I meant word. Seth Myers is a... Premium certified smooth boy. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) So creepy. I love it. Congratulations, Mr. Myers. You are the first. Uh, Milk toast. Oh, my God. Apparently, milk toast means a meek or timid person. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Jack London Podcast, Instagram, Jack and London Podcast on Twitter. Thank you guys and uh, have a good day.